Hello, and welcome to Talk to Tay Tuesdays. As always, thank you for spending five to seven minutes of your week with me, unless we have guests. And friends, I gotta be honest, we're gonna go a little longer than seven minutes today. Um, I have to start the show off today by asking you to, to do me a favor. One of our former guests, Wendy McCulley, had a tragedy in her family this week. Very bad situation. I'm not going to go into it. But I'm going to ask you just to pray for the McCulley family. Thank you. Just pray for them. Thank you. I'm telling you, I will appreciate it. Thank you very much. So we're at the holiday season. The Christmas lights are up. The trees are going up. Uh, We're at that time of year. So friends, you know, people always ask, what is the perfect gift? What's the best gift? Well, I got to tell you, I think that the best gift that you can give to anyone or to yourself is when you reconcile with someone that you haven't spoken to in a while, someone you've been mad at, they're mad at you. Uh, I think the best gift that you can give is to get back together. Say, you know what? I was silly. You were, I'm, I'm sorry. Let's, let's, uh, let's work this out. So, friends, today I'm going to try to do something I've never tried before. I've actually saw one of my favorite orators, uh, Dr. R.A. Vernon, do this. And so I'm going to try this. Today I'm going to give you two for the price of one. I'm going to tell you two stories. And hopefully at the end of the podcast, what I'm talking about will make sense. And will move you just maybe just a little bit. So, I'm these are biblical stories, so I can tell you if I am not telling the truth, uh, my mother, my aunt Toot, my aunt Margie, uh, our listener Belinda, they're going to bring it to your attention. Trust me, I'm not going to shortchange you on this. However, I will tatanize this as I normally do. So, the first story we're going to bring in is going to be about Uh, the prodigal son. We've talked about this before. Uh, If you don't know the story, I'm going to share it with you really quick. Uh, The prodigal son is not, it's a parable actually. It's not a real person. A lot of people think he's a real person. He's not. It's a parable. And it goes like this. This father, he had two sons. And one day his younger son comes to him and he says, look, I'm tired of being here. I want to do my own thing. Can I have my money, my inheritance? Now, you have to understand this was so disrespectful on many levels. Number one, you didn't get your inheritance until your father passed. So you're saying I'm you're you're taking too long to die. I want my money. The other issue or problem is is that we're told that this wasn't even the oldest son. See, in Jewish tradition, it would be the oldest son who would get the first share or the largest portion. So for the youngest son to come and ask for it, he wasn't even entitled to it until his brother had gotten his share. But he asked for it anyway. Now, the second story we're going to go to is a true story in the Bible. If you're a Bible believer like I am, it is about a prophet Hosea. And I got to tell you, this story has always been fascinating to me. Even when I was a little kid, I knew this story. It fascinated me. So Hosea is a prophet. And you have to understand, back in those times, especially in the Old Testament, prophets were like rock stars. Everyone knew who the prophet, he said their name, uh, Elijah. They knew Elijah was the man. Kings knew prophets. People knew who the prophets were. Hosea was a prophet. 
So God goes to Hosea one day and he said, Hosea, look, I'm ready for you to get married. I want you to get married. And Hosea's like, all right, cool. And God said, look, I want you to marry this woman. Her name is Gomer. Now, Hosea's like, what? Because you see, friends, Gomer was one of the prostitutes in the town. And uh, Hosea's like, are you serious? You know, you know who I am. I'm Hosea, right? I'm a prophet. And God says, I understand that, but I'm telling you, I want you to marry Gomer. Hosea's like, okay, fine. And he goes, meets Gomer, and he marries Gomer. And at first, things seem to be going well because it tells us that Gomer gives him a son. Now, then things get a little, uh, a little questionable because later on it says she, that she has two more children, but they don't say they were directly Hosea's children. Look up the scripture, I'm telling you. And theologians have argued this, whether other two his, we don't know, but it doesn't seem that they may have been. But things are going well for Hosea, Gomer, and their three children. Now, back to the prodigal son. He goes back to his daddy. He says, look here, Pops, I want to go. I want my money. The daddy's like, oh, you bad enough to ask for it? Son said, yeah. He says, okay, you bad enough to ask for it? I'm going to give it to you. And he gives the kid his money. And the kid's like, look, I'll talk to you soon. I'm out. And he leaves. And they say he goes into the city, right? And he's getting his party on. Now, here's the thing. We don't know how long he's doing this. Let's say he's five years, ten years. He's enjoying himself in the city getting his party on, doing the most. Everybody knows who he is, having a good time. But only problem is he's running out of money. Eventually he runs out of money. And when he does that, you know, the bartender's like, yo, we gonna pay your tab. We gonna pay your tab. And he's like, uh, I will, I will. I got money coming, which he didn't. So he's going to a friend. He's like, look, uh, can I sleep in your sofa tonight? And a friend's like, nah, man, you know what? I don't really have no room. And he's like, I don't, I don't know what to do. And the friend probably told him, you know what, check it out. I know a farmer that needs some workers. And he's like, oh, okay, cool. I'll go work for this farmer. He probably needs a bookkeeper or something. And uh, oh, let me check him out. So he goes, sees a farmer. The farmer says, yeah, I got some work for you, no doubt. I could put you to work. And what he does, he tells him he needs to take care of the swine or the pigs. Now, friends, you got to understand the significance of this. You see, this was a Jewish young man. And uh, if you're Jewish, you don't deal with pork at all. You don't eat pork. But in this scenario, he's in a worse situation. He's actually hurting and cleaning and taking care of the swine. He's in probably the worst situation that he could ever be in. Now, back to Hosea. So Hosea's with Gomer. They got their three kids. Gomer comes to Hosea one night. She's like, hey, you know what? You mind if I go out this evening with my girlfriends? And Hosea's like, hey, okay, go ahead, go out. And she goes out with her girlfriend. She has a nice time. She comes back home. She says, oh, I really have fun tonight. A couple of weeks later, she says, hey, you mind? I'm going out with my girlfriends again. Hosea's like, okay, go, I'm gonna go out and have a good time. She goes out. You know how you get out with people. They're like, girl, you should be out. You missed this last week. Oh, we missed you out here. And Gomer starts thinking, you know what? This is a life I want. I don't want to be stuck married with children. That's not me. And so she decides to go back to her husband, Hosea. And she's like, look, um, I, I just need some time to myself. You know, I just want to be by myself, find out who I am. I really don't know what's going on with me. I just need some time to myself. Hosea's like, well, well, what? She's like, yeah, just let me, uh, let me do my thing. I'm not, I'll talk, we'll talk. I promise we'll talk. And Gomer, she 
leaves. She goes out, she starts seeing other dudes, getting her party on, having a good time. But friends, eventually that starts to play out. Cause when you're out there like that, you become normal, right? And after a while, all the dudes, they haven't had her way with Gomer again. And she is in a situation where she can't pay her bills, which means she has to go become someone's servant or their slave. So she's going up on the auction block as a servant. God goes back to Hosea and he says, Hosea, you know, your girl Gomer, your wife, she's in trouble. And you know what I want you to do? I want you to go get your wife. Hosea's like, what? He's like, I want you to go get your wife because I want people to understand. Here's a lesson. I want people to understand that no matter what the situation is, like you, I will always love them. I will always be there for them. Hosea's like, okay, fine. I'll go get her. Now, meanwhile, back in the pig form, this prodigal son, he's there working with the pigs, and he's up there and he's thinking to himself, he's like, you know what? This is ridiculous. Why am I sitting up here working in the pig pen? I don't have to be doing this. This is stupid. The, the servants at my daddy's house, they live better than I'm living. You know, he's some reminiscent. He's thinking about the good old days. What did Al Green say? For the good times. But that's another song. I'll sing that for y'all later on. The good times. He started thinking about things. He said, you know what? I am so done with this. I'm out. I'm going to go home and tell my pops, look, I know I can't be your son the way I was, but I will be one of your servants. If you take me back and let me just work for you, it's better than what I'm doing here. So, friends, in the meantime, back to Hosea. Hosea goes down to get his wife. She's on the auction block about to be sold. Hosea goes, oh, no, 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 no. That's my wife. She's coming with me. The auctioneer's like, no, 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 no. She's our property. You can take her, but you got to pay for her. And Hosea's like, what? Yeah, you got to buy her back. And Hosea's like, yeah, all right, man, fine. How ironic. Hosea has to buy back what's really his. Another lesson. You might have to give more. When you're reaching out to somebody that you haven't been cool with for a minute, you might have to give more than you think you have to or more than they're going to give. And he does it. He gives them the money. He gives his wife back. Again, the lesson is no matter what you do, I don't care. I'm going to be there for you. I will forgive you. Meanwhile, back with the prodigal son, he's going home. He's walking to his daddy's house. He's walking up the road, and we're told that his daddy is outside on the porch, like almost like he's waiting for him, like he's looking for him, right? So the kid comes up to the house. He's like, hello, dad. You know, just let me tell you something, Pops. I'm so sorry. I know I've been gone a long time. I know I messed up. I know I've been stupid. But would you please just, just let me come back and I'll work for you as your servant. And the father looks at him and he gives him a Tom, you know, gives him that Tom Cruise line uh, uh, in that movie, Jeremy Maguire. The dad says, you know what, son? You had me at hello. The father says, I'll tell you what. He said, hey, bring my son a robe. You see, friends, a robe stands for covering. He's going to cover up his son. He said, bring my son a ring. Friends, the ring, that you know what that stands for? That stands for a covenant. Kind of like when you watch a, a mafia movie, that's a covenant, right? You commit, kiss the ring, a covenant with his father again. And then he says, and bring my son some new sandals, some new shoes. You know what that stands for? The new shoes stands for, we're going to forget about where you came from, but these new shoes are going to guide you where you're going to be. 
So friends, the point is, again, you have some people out there, I know that they did you dirty or whatever, something went wrong. But remember these two stories I tried to tell you, two for one a day, remember to forgive, bring them back into your life. Because at the end of the day, don't wait until your friendship is sold on the auction block. So friends, today's words come from a song by the artist Prince. And it's interesting. I just saw an interview. He talked about this song and I always thought it was just a love song. And he said, no, this song, he said that the song was actually more about friendship and it turned into a romantic love song, but it was started off being a song about friendship and the words go until the end of time, I'll be there for you. You are my heart and mind. I truly adore you. If one day God struck me blind, your beauty I'd still see. Love is too weak to define just what you mean to me. And the greatest line ever, come on, help me out, Percy and Tracy. You know, you can burn up my clothes. You can smash up my ride. Well, maybe not my ride. Anyway, friends. Enjoy your week, and I'll see you next Tuesday.